0: It's NFL Week 14 Monday Night Football Doubleheader Edition of the NFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit HOFBets.com and use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. I'm just about that action, boss. everyone to the nfl gambling podcast part of the sports gambling podcast network it is sunday november the 10th currently halftime between the philadelphia eagles and the dallas cowboys here to get into the monday night football doubleheader between the packers visiting the new york giants and also the tennessee titans at south beach to take on the miami dolphins and joining me as usual to help me break it all down. I got my guy here with me, Lante Smith. Lante, we got two games this week to break down instead of the one, my man.
1: I wish they were a little bit better. But uh yeah, I <laughs> guess two's not always better than one in, in this in this case. But yeah, man, looking forward to it. In some cases. Uh yeah, some cases. Yeah, some cases. Yeah, <laughs> looking forward to it. Uh hopefully it won't be too quick. I mean, uh, especially one of these games. I don't think it's yep. I don't think I don't think it requires a lot of breaking down as far as X's and O's. But yeah, man, it's you know, it's more than one ways to to make some money. Uh, you don't have to bet side of total. We've got plenty of different ways to do it. So hopefully we can extract some value and you know, make it a non interesting game or two a little bit more interesting.
0: Yeah, I know we got your uh, New York Giants uh, in action here. They're hosting the Green Bay Packers. So um, let's just dive right into it, man. We'll we'll, we'll save the Giants for last. Um, uh, we'll get into the... Uh, last Titans is where they belong. In... <laughs> uh, maybe it might be an interesting game here. I think uh, definitely a little bit more competitive, but we'll talk about that uh, in the latter part of the episode. But um, for whatever reason, the schedule makers decided to start both of these games at the same time. So if you're one of those people that has multiple screens, you can definitely utilize that. Uh, when both these game, games kick off, I believe it's what, 715 Eastern or is it 815 Eastern? The, the usual time that it does kick off on Monday Night Football. It's
1: usually um, 815.
0: Yeah, so I think it's at uh, 815 for both of these games. But nonetheless, uh, the first game we'll get into here, we'll go to the Tennessee Titans. Like I mentioned, they are headed down to South Beach. To take on the Miami Dolphins. Currently, as it stands, the Dolphins are almost a two-touchdown favorite in this game. Minus 13.5. Total for this game sitting at 46. Uh, let me get over to the injury report uh, for both of these teams here. I'll start here with the Tennessee Titans. Obviously, it will be Will Levis at the quarterback position for the Tennessee Titans. And just looking at their injury report here. Um, give me one as it loads up here. All right. So... Uh Christian Fulton cornerback has been ruled out. He's dealing with a hamstring issue. And T.J. Tart is also on the uh, injury report here for the Tennessee Titans. He's just officially listed as questionable, no injury designation for him yet. Uh for the Miami Dolphins, um let's see. Turn Armstead offensive tackle is listed questionable. He was a limited participant in Saturday's practice with an ankle injury. Javon H- Holland safety is with a knee issue as well he's also listed as questionable and that is pretty much it here uh titans come into this game i believe lante the only winless team on the road this season if i'm not mistaken here Uh, let me yeah Um, they're just one in five against the spread in those road games meanwhile the Miami Dolphins have been one of the best teams at home against the spread. Uh, eight and four ATS. The only team that has been better at home this season is the Philadelphia Eagles, seven, three, and two against the spread here. But I, we'll start with the side here. Lante minus 13 and a half in favor of the Dolphins. I mean, Dolphins, you know, it goes two ways with this team. It's number one that they beat up on some of the less. I said the uh, the more poorest teams of the National Football League, and then they uh, lose to the, the better teams of the National Football League. But now, going back to the Titans, like I mentioned, uh, the only winless team on the road this season. Uh, let's start with the stride here minus thirteen and a half in favor of the Dolphins. What are you thinking here?
1: Yeah, I mean, honestly, I have no clue or uh coming in. You know, just doing weekly prep. I was I had the Titans circled with a star beside them. But after listening to, like, Rabel and some of his pressers, he don't sound too confident. He's usually pretty good as a dog, Uh, usually ugly up the game. Uh, But I don't trust their O-line. They've had six different – eight, I'm sorry, different combinations. Uh, This is the third of of their offensive line. Now, this is the third straight game with the same exact unit, but they've been struggling. Uh, You know, rookie quarterback on the road in, you know, warm weather, uh I mean, it's just a lot that's kind of up in the air for me. The special teams coordinator got fired, um, after the, you mm-hmm. know, the Titans had the two punts essentially, or the two punts basically won them the game last or lost in the game last week versus Indy. Um, so I wanted to going in I wanted to take Tennessee, but man, like you said, the winless on the road, rookie QB on the road. Although Levis hasn't looked, he hasn't looked bad. He hasn't looked good either. It's kind of right in between, mm-hmm. um, just the offensive line struggles is is, is what's giving me is, is what's taking me off of it. I mean, they gave up six sacks last week to Indy um, and Miami is third in sacks per game. So the pass rush should be able to get home uh, against this offensive line unit. Both of the tackles are rookies, so that's not really a good uh, combination against a defense like Miami, who's trending up since Jalen Ramsey's got back. Um and I, yep. think that, I think that buying low on, on Miami at the time uh, before all the, they got those guys back was, was a good – so if you got the futures on them, uh, I think that's a good, a good bet. But, you know, Miami's 9-3 for the first time in 22 years. Uh, they're tied for the best record in AFC. They've outscored their opponents 384 to 266. Um, it, even if you want to go back, you know, the 70-point outing was kind of an outlier. So if you want to omit that 70-point um, outing versus Denver, they're outscoring sub-500 teams 228 to 112. Uh, they had New England twice. Uh, these are the subpar teams that I'm kind of uh, that I'm kind of putting those numbers. New England twice, Washington, the Jets, the Giants, Carolina, and Vegas—all the subpar teams. So they're outscoring those opponents, two twenty-eight to one twelve. Uh, that's omitting the the uh, Denver game. So, like you mentioned at the top, they do beat up on bad teams. Um, I think they could pretty much name their number. Uh, if you want to just, I would rather go with like a team total to go over. Uh, they've yet to lose at home. They're averaging 38.8 points at home. Um I, I think they I think they roll here, but I, I got a lot of respect for v- for Vrabel, especially covering big numbers. Um I'm pretty sure he's gonna have something dialed up, even though his presser he was saying that you know they can't replicate the speed, they don't have the guys to replicate that speed. Kind of not what you want to hear against Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, uh, and Raheem yeah. Mostert, So and A chain to you know respectively so yeah man i'll lean to i'll lean to tennessee um but i'd much rather have the miami team total to go over um but i think miami can pretty much name their number i'm just hoping for you know a turnover to tennessee gets a short field and they can you know capitalize on that but outside of that it's just a lean to tennessee i just think that they i, I trust Brable in this spot even though he, he was kind of downplaying uh some of the stuff in his presser's
0: yeah, I think this game is uh, correlated, right? I think that if you think the Titans cover that, it'll get go under the total, and if you think Dolphins cover this number, it'll go over the total. Because, like you mentioned, that the Dolphins are averaging thirty eight point eight points per game at mm-hmm. home, four and one against spread, five and no straight up. That number is a little bit inflated at thirty eight point eight, just because they put up a seventy burger against the Denver Broncos back in Week Three, but. But even after that, they put up 31 against the Giants. They put up 42 against the Panthers, 31 against the Patriots. Um, Raiders actually went in there and only held them to 20 points, which I think was pretty impressive on the Raiders' part. I know defensively, we talked about it on the pregame show for the Raiders, that they bought in on the defensive side unfortunately for them today, they allowed only three points and still ended up losing that game. But um, I think Antonio Pierce at minimum should deserve that uh, defensive coordinator spot for the rage. But I think that's a different conversation for a different time. But um, yeah, for the dolphins here, I I guess my question would be, is that like you mentioned that do the Titans have enough horses to keep up with the scoring ability of the Miami dolphins, right? I just don't think they have And like you also mentioned that Mike Vrabel has also mentioned that in the, in the press conferences as well. So, I think for the Titans that if they want to have success in the game, they're probably going to have to have those long, sustained drives and do their best to keep the dolphins offense off the field, because we know they're a very quick strike offense, especially at home uh, with the speed that they have with Tyree Hill and Jaden Waddle. So I feel like the dolphins are going to be the public side here, just because looking at, you know, their home record and how dominant their offense has been and how dominant they are against, you know, some of the lesser teams in the national football league that, you know, the public will be all over them. So, all in here with the the Dolphins here. I'm not gonna have any money on that for sure. Uh, but you mentioned I think the team total may be the way to look here for the Dolphins. If you want to back them here, um, since you do like the Titans here or leading towards the Titans, do you think this is an under game or do you uh, like the over at 46?
1: Yeah, I'm thinking it's gonna be under. Um, I'm thinking that maybe you know if Miami does get out to a big enough lead, they'll kind of you know park the bus as as the football fans like to say. Um, yeah. I think they'll may- maybe try to run a little bit more and not not try to risk any injury or anything like that but yeah I, I think you, I think we can see what a I mean if I'm trying to get if I'm trying to get in between these numbers I would say maybe a 28 to maybe 10 uh right. you know 30 35 to 7 35 to 10 even you know somewhere around there uh is what I'm hoping for but well not what I'm hoping for that's what um, that's what it's kind of getting as far as the total, but I would much rather see a you know twenty eight seventeen type of game um, if yeah. they can keep it close. If they can control a lot, keep the offense off the field and Derrick Henry can get going, um, they, they got a shot to cover the number. I mean, Boy, I mean, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but historically, just coming off the top of my head, he's been real successful as a as a dog. And this, by far, is probably one of his weaker. Tennessee teams, so uh, yeah. you got to take that into consideration as well. But I do think that I think they can keep it close. I mean, the Dolphins had a little scare with um, with the Jets, and that was with Tim Boyle, quarterback. I mean, that granted, that was on the road, but you know, I think Tennessee is a better team than the Jets. Um, That's not that doesn't mean they're going to go in and, and compete, but I do think coaching style is, is going to play a big part in this in, in game scheme. And I think Rabel is going to have something schemed up for uh, for the Dolphins on both sides of the ball.
0: Yeah, I think that number one, I think this season is skewing a little the numbers a little bit uh getting back to regression for uh Mike Vrabel as as a as a uh, as a dog. Um going back to about let's go back to the 2018 season uh the Titans as a underdog are 2923 and one that's around 55.8% um for the Tennessee Titans, but yeah I'll lean with the over here just because, like I mentioned, I think that if the Dolphins can get their amount of points and maybe there's like a backdoor touchdown or a field goal to push this over the number here of 46, I think that's definitely a possibility here for the uh, uh, the over here. Uh lot time before we do get over to the player props that we like in this game, uh, let me tell everyone about Hall of Fame bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL and NBA season with Hall of Fame bets. The sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, and soccer bet with circle stats and data. Enter any parlay idea. into Hall of Fame Bets Revolutionary Parlay Optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. So all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting on the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. All right, Lange, let's get into some player props here for this game. What are you looking at?
1: Um, I'm, I'm going to look at, I'm going to try to look at Derrick Henry and, and Tajay Spears to because I think they're going to lean a lot on the ground. So let me find a updated number. I just want to make sure that it's updated because my notes are like from midweek and I know some of that stuff moves, um, or do you have the numbers in front of you? Yeah. What are you looking for? Uh, just Derrick Henry, um, rushing attempts, rushing yards and then Tajay Spears rush receiving.
0: All right, so let's see here. Rushing yards for Derrick Henry is at
1: 55
0: and a half. Tajay like Spears rush. Yeah, rushing yards is at 19 and a half. Um, rush attempts for Derrick Henry, 13 and a half minus 130. Um, and then rushing and receiving for Tajay Spears is at 36 and a half.
1: Yeah, so I'll start off with, with Derrick Henry. Um, as I mentioned, I think they'll be they'll be relying a lot on the run. Um The Dolphins front is pretty good, but I do think that, you know, you want to take the pressure off of those two rookie tackles and have them run block versus dropping back to pass block for uh, a fellow rookie quarterback. So I think Derrick Henry should see around 17, 18 carries, and he said 55 yards, was the 55 and a half was, was his number? Yeah. Yeah, so I'm thinking 18 for 70. Is somewhat in the ballpark. Yeah, he's good for breaking a, a big run. And we all know yeah. um, he is going to get stronger as the game. So if it's close, it's it's gonna be Derrick Henry time. So I think 18 for about 70 is what I what I have him pegged at. Um as far as Tajay Spears, I think he's just a switch, he's just a Swiss Army knife, change the pace back. He comes in, and catches a lot of screen passes. They'll, they they've actually been working him and Derrick Henry on the field at the same time, which is kind of throwing defenses off, especially on third downs. Let's put him in a slot. Uh, throw him a little tunnel screen or whatever. So I do think 36 and a half was like 18 yards each. I think he can break a, a few um, a few tackles and, and get into the secondary with a, a big run or maybe a big pass. So that's what I'm hoping for. And um, I actually think that he's been getting a lot more work as the season has been progressing. So, yeah, I like both of those running backs to, to do the thing. So um, give me Henry over rush attempts and rushing yards, and I'll take Tajay Spears over. Uh, rushing and receiving yards. I think that this game, if
0: um, if the Doll, sorry, if the Titans do get behind, uh, by let's just say two possessions, right? Um, yep. I think it's something similar that we've talked about throughout the season is that they're gonna have to throw the football. Will Levis, right? Um, yep. his past attempts are at 31 and a half right now at even money. Even with that, I feel like it's a little bit high, but I, I I wouldn't play the unders of what I'm trying to say just because you are know, going up against the offense in the Miami Dolphins that can put up points in a hurry, right? And last week, yeah, he, he did have 33 pass attempts in which turned into a shootout against the Colts, um, 28 against the Carolina Panthers, 17 against the Jags, but then he had 39 against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 39 against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, so I think this is a possibility for him to... Uh, get over, over this number of 31 and a half. Um, that was when I was looking at. DeAndre Hopkins is always a wild card for me, just because I don't know what I'm going yeah, to expect.
1: I never of, know. I never for
0: DeAndre Hopkins. I think that I think I've, I the only time I've bet him this season, I think it was one time where he did like cash for me, but the number right now from I believe was at 55 and a half. Let me double check here for Yes, yeah, I think that it's been like that
1: for um for like the past Yeah, like know, 3
0: 4 weeks. Several weeks. And right? a
1: half. Yeah. So he has gone over
0: this number in um two out of the last 3 weeks and then three out of the last 4 weeks. Or sorry, uh three out of the last 5 weeks. He fell short a little bit against the Carolina Panthers where he did have 49, but I think that if they're going to have to throw the football, you can rely on on the hands of um, you know Deion, DeAndre Hopkins. The receptions haven't really been there for him. He's only had a five-catch game once over the last five games. Other than that, it's been three receptions, four receptions, three receptions, four receptions, but nothing really excited me as far as player props. I think the only one that I was considering was Will Levis over on his past attempts. Just going off, off a, a game script here. Um, what else you got? Anything else for this uh, in the player props here?
1: No, nah, I stayed away from. Um, I try to stay away from the the Dolphin side because you know it's got the blowout potential on it, and then like I just don't know where it's coming from. I mean, obviously, won't talk you off of any Tyreek Hill anything. Uh, yeah, I I do think Jalen Waddle will probably have a, a bigger. Impact on this specific game, uh, just because I think Variable is familiar with playing, um, you know, against Tyreek Hill and you know, some of the battles with the with the Chiefs back in the. Um, mm-hmm. But again, he had better. It was better iterations of that defense um, th- than what they have right now. So uh, I think some familiarity will uh, come to play here, and it'll try to limit some of what uh, Cheetah does. But all in all, I, I just don't. I, I don't know who to trust um, on the on the Dolphin side. Blowout potential um and, and and such so i'm staying away from the dolphins side at all. Yeah i think about the uh,
0: about Tyreek Hill is that he gets into 100 plus receiving yards against all the bad teams that the dolphins have played this season right commanders yeah. last week mm-hmm. 157 against the jets 102 against the raiders 146 against the Patriots, 112, 163 against the Panthers, 181 against the Giants, 157 against the Denver Broncos, 215 against uh, the Chargers in Week 1. But you take a look against teams that are above 500 against the Chiefs, 62, 88 against the Eagles, 58 against the Buffalo Bills, 40 against the Patriots. I know that's their divisional matchups, but I think this might be the opportunity where, Again, Tyree Kill's just a guy that that guy that can get this done in what three catches? Yep. We saw that last week, <laughs> maybe right? one He's catch. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, hundred percent. I mean, he was he put up like Randy Moss type of numbers uh, in the first half last week um, against the uh, Washington Commanders. So, um, uh, I'll look at Tyreek Hill. I wish they had like first half, uh, like player props and things like that. I think that they, would
1: be they fun have they, do, do, they have those some some places offshore. Oh really? Yeah, yeah they do. If you a, if you check uh, they they got that. some places offshore. I, I don't um well I used to have a few but they, they kinda got shut down on me. But um yeah, and then they have you know on um on under not underdog on uh prospect uh, they, they have yeah. they have the first half stats, yeah, The first half yeah, stats, yeah. Well right. obviously you can't, you know, it's not a, a single bit, but you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Um uh, all right, anything else for this game, Lante? That's all I got. All right. Uh, before we get over to the next game of this schedule here, uh speaking of prize picks, we're also brought to you by prize picks. Look, it's that time of year where we have uh college football, uh, and college basketball going on, NBA as well, and obviously with NFL here. Um, it's so easy to play over on prize picks, and they are one of the best daily fancy uh daily fancy sports, you know, companies out there. Um Pricefix also now has a new feature on their app is where you can now play combo um, projections from players from two or two different leagues. So for example, you want to get down on LeBron and Travis Kelty combo of 10 and a half of three pointers made by LeBron and also receptions for Travis Kelsey. Well you can do that now on the specials League, uh, category. It's a specific league that's been created for combo projections, like I just mentioned. And if you also want to play alongside some of Price Pick's, uh favorite players, like rapper Meek Mill, comedian Andrew Schultz, you can now find community plays under the Promos tab of the app to view entries for some of the biggest names in the PrizePix community every single week. PrizePix even offers a reboot policy, so that's your entry, stay, in play even if one of your players gets injured. For example, for football and basketball games, if you have a player who exits in the, the game in the first half and does not return in the second, that player is rebooted. PrizePix is the only daily fantasy sports platform for uh, with an injury insurance policy. So how do you take advantage? Well, simple. Just go to prizepix.com. Uh, slash sgpn and make sure you use that promo code sgpn for a first deposit match up to 100 dollars. again that's pricepicks.com slash sgpn make sure you use that use that promo code sgpn price picks daily fantasy sports made easy and we're also brought to you by hall of fame bets win burger by betting smarter this season with an uh with hall of fame bets uh Smart betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. All right, Lante, let's get into the second game of the Monday Night Doubleheader. That is going to be between the... Green Bay Packers and the New York Giants. Currently, this line is sitting at minus six in favor of the Green Bay Packers as they visit the Meadowlands uh, with a total of 37 in this game. Um, Looking at the injury report for both of these teams, let me start here with the Green Bay Packers. So for the Packers, I know Aaron Jones missed the game last week, but he is officially listed as questionable for this game against the Giants. Christian Watson is going to be out for this game as well. He's dealing with a hamstring issue. Uh Quay Walker linebacker is doubtful. He has a shoulder issue. Darnell Savage safety is also listed questionable. He has a chest injury. And then Eric Stokes cornerback was placed uh, uh was coming back from the IR. He was a full participant. On Saturday's practice, but is officially listed as questionable. And Jair Alexander, cornerback, is also been downgraded to out. He's dealing with a shoulder issue. So, injuries on both sides of the football here for the Packers. Just to recap it on the offensive side, Aaron Jones questionable, Christian Watson out. And then for the defensive side, Jair Alexander, Darnell Savage, and Quay uh, Walker. Uh, two of the three guys are out. So, Walker is doubtful. Dyer Alexander out and Darnell Savage is listed as questionable for the New York giants. Um, let's see here. Evan Neal offensive tackle uh, is dealing with an ankle injury. He is out. Dexter. Dexter Lawrence is dealing with a hamstring issue. He is officially listed as questionable. Paris Campbell uh, has a knee injury. He was added to the injury report is officially listed as questionable. Uh, and that is pretty much it. So, um some significant injuries i guess we can say for both teams here it is going to be mr tommy devito here uh, at the quarterback position who despite what happened or what transpired and the way he played in the his first couple starts he's he's been uh he's been uh What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, adequate, I think, is the word. <laughs> a <good> um, word. <laughs> he's, yeah, I mean, he's put up back-to-back wins for the Giants, right? They beat the Commanders 31-19. to That was a game where he had three uh, touchdown passes for the Giants. He did take nine sacks in that game. Um, and then the Patriots last week, uh, he was 17-25, 191 yards, one touchdown. Uh, also took six sacks in that game, but they did get the 10-7 to victory. On the other side, Jordan Love is starting to look like the guy... Um, that they hoped. Um, I guess, you know, Packers fans to take the place of, uh, Aaron Rodgers. I know he got off to a great start, uh, at the beginning of the season for the Packers, leveled off a little bit, but he's been really good over the last five games. Uh, in fact, he's had at least two passing touchdowns in four straight games, he's had three passing touchdowns in back to back games against the Chiefs and the Lions. So offensively, the Packers looking good here as well. Um, Minus six in favor of the Green Bay Packers here, Lante. What are you thinking, man?
1: Yeah, I like I like the matchup for the Giants. Um, I, I really do. I think they can have success here offensively. Uh, Tommy DeVito, like you like you mentioned, adequate is a, is a good word uh, to describe him. And what he's done, hopefully he can get, you know, a signing bonus or something and move out of his mom's apartment or his mom's place, <laughs> his mom and dad's place. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I think most importantly, he just hasn't turned the ball over. And that's that's the, the most yeah. important thing Um, is not given the defense uh, or not given the offense short fields. Uh, the defense for the Giants is it's always been okay. Um, they're living off takeaways right now. I think that's sure to request, regress. They've had uh, nine takeaways in the last two games, uh, plus five in turn of differential, uh, which is tied for uh, sixth in, in the league. Um, so That's obviously going to regress here, but I do think they have some advantages that they can exploit on the Green Bay side, specifically with Saquon Barkley uh, in the past game. Uh, as well as the run game, the Green Bay 30th in rushing yards allowed. You mentioned some of those guys that are going to be out in that secondary. Now, I'm not saying Tommy DeVito can go out there and beat you, but they're probably going to play a lot more zone coverage, which should it should benefit the receivers that that we have um, with high emerging as well. So I'm looking forward to what kind of day ball schemes and Kafka scheme up to be able to get Saquon more involved, because I do think that he is the type of back that can give Green Bay uh, some trouble, like I mentioned, they're thirtieth in in rushing yards allowed. And while the Giants' offensive line is horrible, I do think that they can kind of get out on the edge and and move, kind of move the pocket for Tommy Vito, get uh, Saquon Barkley involved in some screen passes uh, as a receiver, and and then get the run game going. So a nice blend, I think, will have an advantage here. um you mentioned the stuff about green Bay. I mean, they're, they're back in the playoff mix. Uh, they got a week schedule yeah. upcoming. They play Tampa Bay at home, Carolina. They know they play Tampa Bay at home. Um, they go to Carolina and Minnesota and then they get Chicago at home. So, uh, they're right in the mix. Everything is right in front of them. Jordan love has, has improved, uh, completed 68.5% of his passes for eight touchdowns without an interception over his last three games. Defense banged up. Still hasn't allowed more than 24 points in any of the last eight games. Um, the offense struggled at first. I know we mentioned, you know, Lafleur coming out and not even having a good script. Uh, they failed to score a single first half touchdown in five straight games earlier in the season, um, and, and they bounced back and scored touchdowns in the first two in the first two series in each of their last two games. So uh, Lafleur has been successful in October in sixteen and zero, but obviously a lot of that was with um, a different quarterback. So yep. uh, that's kind of you know, historical trend that kind of gets thrown out the window. But I do think the matchup is, is good for the giants. I think they'll be able to run the ball, control the clock. Um, I don't think that Jordan love will be able to kind of get whatever he wants. The the secondary for the giants is, is underrated is an underrated group uh, in, in my opinion. So I think it's a bad, I think it's a good matchup for the giants. Uh, I think they can exploit some of the things that green Bay wants to do. AJ Dillon, is not the back that kind of hurts the Giants. The, the backs that hurt the Giants are those multifaceted backs, and you would think they would do a better job with them having a multifaceted back, but what, for whatever reason they can't do it. AJ Dillon, straight line runner. They the Giants they'll be able, they'll be able to stop that. Um, uh, I, I believe so. Yeah, I think the Giants are live to win this game, man. I don't want them to, but because um, <laughs> because I'm I'm hoping we can get uh, Drake May. But uh, yeah, so I'm. I'm gonna take the six uh, with with the Giants, and I think they I think they're allowed to win it outright.
0: Uh, unfortunately, I'm sorry, but you're stuck with Mister Daniel Jones uh, for a little no. bit longer here, oh, no, Lante. Oh, no. oh, no. um, a couple of trends I did uh, dig up here. Um, so, since the 2020 season for the Giants, um, if they won their previous game, and they are a home underdog, four and two straight up, four one and one against a spread. And a perfect six and zero oh to the under in those spots. Uh, if we want to trim that down in the uh, Brian Dable era, um, going back to last season, if they are in a home underdog role uh, and they won their previous game three and one straight up, three zero oh and one against the spread, four and zero oh, um, to the under, and then just as home underdogs uh, since Brian Dable took over four 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 and one. Um, straight up five three and one against the spread. But I think the one that that does stands out seven, one and one towards the under uh, in those games here. So I think that it's something similar to that what I mentioned for the Dolphins and the Titans game that I think that if we think that the Giants do cover this game, I think it'll be a lower scoring game. I wish yep. this total was like in the forty range. <laughs> yeah, Being right. in that range of like in the 37 kind of does make me nervous. Um but I, I think that I, I do like the Giants this spot here as well. I wish I had got the six and a half here, but I I, I could see this being like a 17-14 type of final for the for the Packers here. I feel like they are going to limit uh the uh jo- the Packers offense here and I think like you mentioned that I feel like the Giants offense can have some success here because of the injuries number one like we mentioned uh for the Packers right uh especially in the secondary where Darnell savage is questionable uh alexander is officially ruled out uh quay walker has been doubtful for some time as well so i think this is going to be an interesting uh game uh defensively for the green bay packers so i like the giants in the spot here as well i'll take the plus six here with the giants total sitting at 37 here lante uh any thoughts on the total
1: yeah i lean under i think the giants are going to want to um want to kind of control the clock and keep that hot offense of Green Bay on the sidelines. Although I think I, I don't think they'll have any problems with defending the, the Green Bay offense. Um, they have the guys on the back end to be able to do it. I, I do think that they might struggle getting pressure. So that might, you know, Wink is going to blitz. I mean, everybody knows what, yeah. what Wink's mo is. He, he's going he's going to blitz. So I'm interested to see how the Green Bay offensive line does with that. But although. Um, I think the Giants are love to win this game. I think we see somewhere like 17-10, 17-14 like you mentioned, even a even a 20-10 type of game um for for the Giants can get us here. So, yeah, I'm looking at the under any any way you slice it, but I wouldn't be what well, I wouldn't be surprised if if um if the Giants have some success here. I might look at a Giants team total to go over. So I'm yeah, mm, yeah. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sounding a little though. too confident in the Giants, but I mean, as long as Devito doesn't turn the ball over, and I know Dayball is going to craft up something good for for that offense, especially coming off of um, you know two victories where he's you know Tommy Devito's getting comfortable, he kind of knows what he what he likes, what he doesn't like, and I mean the Packers defense has been playing really well, but um, I think this will be a different uh, different Giants offense coming in here. So yeah, I'm I'm going to lean to the under. Um, but I, I might take a Giants team total over.
0: So Giants team total see 13 and a half at minus one thirty five and then fourteen mm. and a half at minus one fifteen. So I mean I, I think with the injuries that they do have, um I think they can find two touchdowns here, man. Like you mentioned, like yeah, yeah. if DeVito doesn't turn the football over, especially in the red zone, I think that there's a a, a Good possibility that they can they can get two touchdowns and and like you mentioned right the with with Jordan Love and and the way that Wing Martindale is gonna blitz here I think they can get some pressure and maybe again like I mentioned like they can you know create a turnover I mean I know this is wishful thinking here with the Giants but <laughs> I, I think they've done it before right and again it, 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 those those two games where Tommy DeVito just didn't look like a professional starting quarterback. Like they figured out ways to put the DeVito in the right spots uh, for him to have success on the offensive side of the football. And I think we'll get into player props here in a second here, but I think they're really going to really heavily rely on Saquon Barkley in this game. And I really love Saquon Barkley in this game. Um, Just looking back at what the Packers have allowed since week 10 uh, to the running back position here. um, Trying to pull up the exact numbers here. So rushing yards allowed uh the green bay packers over the la- over the last was that, three weeks now allowing the fifth most rushing yards uh to the uh wide re- sorry the running back position and then um receiving yards allowed um i know they don't give up a lot but it's Saquon Barkley right he's a guy that can take those screen passes make one guy miss and you know he's sprinting to the end zone and so um, his rushing and receiving in this game here, Lante, I believe I saw it at I want to say it was ninety something here. I'm gonna pull up the exact number here. Sheesh, I wanted to be um, like low eighties, like eight three. I, I could be wrong. Let me let me double check here. Um Saquon is yeah, 93 and a half here, right? Uh for this game here. Yeah. And I'll mention this. I know this, you know, we look at historical stats, and this was back in 2019. And then last season, these two teams matched up as well, but Two career games um, against the Packers, Saquon Barkley, 115 rushing and receiving. And then last season, back on uh, October 9th, 70 rushing yards and 36 uh, receiving yards as well. So I may just look at his receiving yards. I mean look that number up while you give your player props here, Lante.
1: I mean, that's one of the that's one of the only ones that I had was uh, was him. I do like Jalen Hyatt, though. I like I like his mm-hmm. over. Um, I think you want to get his uh, his longest reception over as well. Um, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but uh, his longest reception, I mean, obviously he's a burner, so um, he can take a slant and just OBJ. Opj was famous for taking the the Eli Manning uh, slant passes, 70-plus yards or 50-plus yards. So Jalen height has that same ability somewhat. So I like him over. He's coming off his best game. I think he had five catches, 109 yards. So DeVito and him kind of got that rapport uh going. I, I really don't trust any of our other receivers, to be honest with you. Um, I mean Hyatt's been Hyatt hasn't even been as consistent, but he's one of the guys that I think is kind of turning the corner. He kind of knows uh, you know, some of the spots that Tommy that Tommy DeVito likes to throw the ball, um, some of the routes that they run is kind of I, I don't like I don't like the route trees of, of all these receivers, and I don't know if it's just because they're not as good or what. But uh, that, that's another topic for another day. But, yeah, I think Jalen Hyatt has the good game. So I'm going Jalen Hyatt, longest reception over, receiving yards over. Uh, if you can ladder receiving yards up to, you know, like 60, 70-plus, get some plus money on that. I don't hate that either. And, and of course, the, um, the Saquon Barkley. I, I love Saquon Barkley in this game. I probably have, like, four or five bets on, on him. Like, I'll probably be on his – Receiving yards? Um, no, I'll probably be. Yeah, I'll probably be on his receiving yards, his receptions. You know, two plus touchdowns. Like I think he has a really, really big day uh, or really big night uh, tomorrow. Uh yeah, uh, yeah. I, I,
0: I think <laughs>
1: Barkley's <laughs> the only one I'm looking you at. You don't see too confident in that.
0: No, I love Barkley tomorrow, but. I I think I really love his receiving yards more in this game. It's at 19 and a half. And I understand, like I mentioned that I know the Packers haven't given it up a lot, but it's Saquon Barkley at the end of the day. Right. Right. Um, So I I like his receiving yards to go over 19 and a half offensively for the Packers. Anything that you're looking at there? I know Christian Watson, like I mentioned, is it, is it a Robio Dobbs game? Is it, you know, is it a Reed game? Is it AJ Dillon? Anybody that you, that interests you on that side of the football?
1: I mean, not really. I kind of like the the tight end that they had. Um, he was a rookie. I forgot. His, is it Tucker Craft?
0: Tucker Craft. Yeah, you're right.
1: Yeah, I kind of like him. Giants don't do well with tight ends. They haven't since uh, since I've been born. Probably they haven't defended the tight end that well <laughs> since uh, probably since Lawrence Taylor. Um, but yeah, I, I would probably look at the our the slot corners for the Giants are are really like decent, and then Deontay Banks is kind of emerging. So um, maybe look at Jaden Reed. Because his twitchiness and him being in, him switching sides and uh, he can take a screen and, and go, you know, 40, 50 yards. So maybe Jaden Reed would be somebody I look at and Tucker Craft. Look at Tucker Craft receptions and receiving yards. I mean, the Giants just historically, they don't do well against tight ends. They don't.
0: Uh, let's see here. Think,
1: but my uh, thing is, I think see, uh, how, um, I'm handic- how I handicapped the game is, I think that if the Packers are going to have success to be able to cover this number, I think they're going to have like a really good passing attack. So I I don't want that to happen. I think that's their path to victory. If they, if Jordan love can come in and he's comfortable and he can get the ball out to those guys and he's having some success and you get into short yardage situations and you have a J Dillon, you know, third and two, third and one, and, and they pick it up and sustain those drives. Then I think the giants are in trouble. So, I'm kind of leaning on the pass game not being as effective, just simply because I think Giants can. uh, can, I think they have a better shot in shutting down that pass game. All
0: right. Anything else for this game? That's it. All right. Let's get into our lock. Or sorry, let's do our touchdown scores here, uh, Lante, for both games.
1: Um, What do you like? Um, I like Jalen Hyatt uh, on the Giants side, and I like Jaden Reed on the Packers side. Uh, plus
0: one sixty five for Jaden Reed, and Jalen Hyde is at plus four twenty five in this game. Nineteen to one for me. The first touchdown score. Um, what did you like anybody? What about in the, uh? Yeah, go ahead. uh, let's change. Um,
1: uh, Jaden Reed. What about Tucker Craft? What is he? Plus two ninety is what I see. That's kind of that's kind of short because they they run they run the um they run a lot of twelve personnel right. It's it's him and somebody else. That's um, um the other tight end. Patrick, I can't think of his name. Patrick Taylor, is it? That's him. That's him, Patrick Taylor.
0: Yep. Yeah. So that's the other. I know Luke Musgrave's on the IR, so I think he's yeah. pretty much. Oh no, Patrick Taylor. Sorry, he's the running back for. Um, I like him too. I
1: like. I like him
0: too. Yeah. Um. God, who's the other tight end? It's not. I'm trying Wicks to think. Of, he's a wide receiver. I'm trying
1: to think of his name. I do. I, I like. I do like Wicks as a as a sneaky. Um receiving prospect. but I didn't see his I didn't see any of his numbers listed.
0: Yeah, I didn't see it either. Um yeah, I can't I don't I can't find it right now. Is it Let's all, we
1: can stay no. we can stay with, with Jaden Reed. That's fine. That's fine. All
0: right. Um anybody from the first game? I didn't even mention the touchdown scores from them. Um anybody from the
1: Titans and the uh, Dolphins game? Um Spears kind of stands out to me as um, a touchdown score. Um, plus four
0: seventy five for what about uh,
1: the the tight end for for um Tennessee? I can't say his name. Smite. Nah, the for, for Durant, the Titans. I'm sorry. Oh, the Titans. Yeah, for the... Uh, uh, a Congu. Yeah, Congu. That's him. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, plus four fifty like for him. Kongu. Like a Congu.
0: Uh, D hop I think it's a good price at plus two ninety five. Man, I mean, it, it's still D hop yeah. at the end of the day. I know. The targets aren't there for him as much as they used to be when he was with the Cardinals and even the Texans. But it kind of makes me scratch my head why he even signed with the Titans in the first place. But that's a different conversation. Yeah,
1: I have no idea why he did that.
0: um, But yeah, Hopkins plus two ninety five. I mean, for the I mean the Dolphins, you have Tyreek at minus one ninety (laughs) five. HN at minus one fifteen. Raheem Mostert at plus one hundred five. Jaden uh Jalen Waddle plus 115, so nothing excites me there. Who, who, who's
1: um, the who, uh who's like middle in like three to one? Anybody like a tight end or something?
0: No, like it's no either one? it's either like plus one fifteen or less, or it's like plus four hundred north of plus four hundred.
1: <laughs> who who is it? Who is the four the hundred? So Durham
0: uh, Smite, their tight end is yeah. plus four Tua plus plus four seventy-five. That's not gonna happen. Uh, Braxton Berrios six to one. Uh, Cedric Willis plus eight fifty. I mean, yeah, that, I think that's. I, I'm gonna stop right there.
1: Yeah, yeah, I yeah. That's finding yeah.
0: the end zone um, for the Giants game. Um, I guess I mean Saquon's plus one fifteen. I guess I'll take you know the chalk there. It is at a plus price. Yeah, um, for sure. I think Darius Slayton could be sneaky, plus 475. I don't yeah, hate he gets, that. I think a bomb. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, he has that uh, escapability. Um, yeah, he does. So, yeah, I'll, I'll throw that to those two out there. All right, uh, let's get into our lock and dog here, Lante, and then we'll do our prize picks entry for the Monday Night Football game. So, um, uh, you want to lead us off with a lock in dog? <laughs>
1: Man, I'm gonna go double New York Giants here, man. Full homer mode. Uh, I'm going Giants plus six as the lock. And Giants, I think, I think you can get like plus two sixty. Money line? Yeah, you can get like plus two
0: sixty, plus two seventy. Uh, let me see where the best odds will be for their money line. Uh, give me a second here. They go to a different screen. Uh, let's see, money lines. NFL, let's go all. Um, All right, so Giants money line. Uh, Come on, man, I need all.
1: I think it should be around like 260, 270, if I'm not mistaken. I bet it earlier in a week. so, um. So I do see DraftKings has
0: it at... Plus 230. I'm trying to see if I can oh. find a better price here. I don't know why it won't let me go to that screen. All right. Uh yeah, all right, here we go. Let's see. Um, yeah, it's pretty much plus two thirty is the best price it's you can good. get right now. The money line. Yeah, yeah. that's fine. Yeah.
1: 230 is fine. I think I think they can win the, win the game outright. Like I said, DeVito takes care of the ball, gets Aquan Barkley involved, limits some limit the explosiveness, um, get the get the offense out the field when you can, keep them in third and so you keep him in third and manageable and not third and you know one inches or or maybe two um, with the big back like Dylan. So yeah, man, I, I I'm going for New York Giants mode. Uh Giants plus six is a lock, Giants plus two thirty as a dog.
0: All right, there we go. Uh all right, for my lock, I will go Giants plus six here as well. Uh, I like the spot here for them at home as a home underdog. They've done pretty well uh in that situation with Brian Dable. As a head coach, um, like I mentioned, 5-3-1 against the spread. If you go back even further, um, they are very favorable in that spot as well. For my dog, I'm going to pivot to a player prop alt line here. Let me see if I can find Saquon Barkley on his receiving yards here. Oh, I
1: like that.
0: Uh, 25 plus that plus 130. 40 plus that plus 350. So I'll give you both of those. Um, you know... Sprinkle a little bit on that 40 plus so 25 plus plus 130 uh receiving yards for Saquon and then 40 plus plus 340 if you want to get spicy with it 50 plus is six to one and then 60 plus is at plus 950 for Saquon so I, I think he'll be heavily, he? heavily involved what uh-huh. is he
1: for 100 plus um rushing I'm, I'm gonna be on I'm gonna be probably on all over like Saquon props
0: uh let's see here rushing for Saquon, hundred plus is
1: plus two eighty five. Yeah, I like that too. Add that. Add, add that as another. Uh, that's another dog. We got two. We got All two. Right, dogs. There we go.
0: All right, let's put together our price picks entry here, Lante. Um
1: well, we know what one of the entries we know. We know what it's going to be Saquon over receiving yards. That's that's going to be one that we both love yeah all right so let's
0: start with Saquon uh, that number is let me see here you said uh, receiving or you want to do both rushing and receiving
1: uh, I say we just do receiving just to limit some of the exposure that all right we get. Um,
0: 19 and a half is the number on prize picks Um, what else do you like
1: Um, what else do we like we're doing both games or we're doing one for each game Yeah, yeah both just- games but they will combine it because it'll be yeah, yeah. easier. Yeah, okay. I'm going Derrick Henry over fifty-five and a half rushing yards. That's one I like as well. All
0: right, let's see here. Derrick Henry, the numbers are fifty-seven and a half on prize uh, picks, but
1: that's fine. I like I yeah, I have them for 18 for
0: 70. That's yeah, fine. All right. Uh so there all right, so we got both running backs in there. Um they don't have his or um DeAndre Hopkins reception, they don't have that yet. Uh, Um, They have
1: his yardage. I kind of like his yardage,
0: though, too. uh, Receiving yards for D Hop is. Why is D Hop not listed? Oh, here he is. 56.5 is the number for him. What
1: about um, Uh, Akangu? 32.5. I kind of like that. Yeah, I think he can get 35, 36.
0: All right, we'll throw that in there, and then this rushing-receiving combo is kind of interesting to me uh, for a touchdown. So they have Derek Henry and Tucker Craft together, DeHop and Jaden Reed together, Waddle and Akungwa together, and Raheem Mostert and, and Nick Westbrook-Akina together, but none of those excite me, but those are interesting. They actually have yeah. targets. Does um, Price picks? I just realized that.
1: Yeah, yeah, they do. Um, yeah, yeah, they do. That's pretty they used awesome. to have. They they have punting on some of the games too. Oh, really? Hmm. Yeah, hell yeah, hmm. and punts inside the twenty. <laughs> they they got, they add those up there as well.
0: Oh yeah, they do see that. That's interesting. Uh let's see. You want to keep it at three because I don't think I want to push it here. I don't really like anything
1: else. Um, what what do we have? What's the three that we have?
0: So we have Saquon Barkley, uh, more than nineteen average uh, receiving yards. Derrick Henry, more than 57 and a half rush yards. And then Akungwa more than 32 and a half receiving yards right now.
1: Is Jalen Hyatt there for receiving yards? Yeah.
0: Uh, Let's see. 27 and a half. Like it over. I I I think he has 50 plus. All right. We'll take that. All right. So power play for that. All four of those. Uh, we'll get you a nice thousand dollar return. All right, so we will go Jalen Hyatt more than twenty seven and a half receiving yards, uh, Kong Wu more than thirty two and a half receiving yards, Zarek Henry more than fifty seven and a half rushing yards, and Saquon Barkley more than nineteen and a half receiving yards. Uh, that hundred dollar entry will get you a nice payout of a thousand dollars for the Monday Night Football double header. All right, Lante, that is going to do it for this edition of Monday Night Football, NFL Week fourteen. Double header? Anything else you want to mention
1: before we get out of here? That's it, man. We got a, we got another long week ahead of us. Are we? Um, I, I was. Maybe I should ask. This is probably not a question to ask you. on yeah, what about Saturday's games? You know, we start the Saturday slate.
0: Um. Yeah, I think Saturday will probably be something that yeah will tinker with the schedule. Um. Okay. I think maybe we'll have. Um. We'll, we'll mess around with that. I, I don't know. Okay, Cause I know they started yeah. the Saturday,
1: Saturday. I didn't mean, I, I didn't mean to put you on. I didn't mean to put you on do it. I, I just seen that. the graphic.
0: No, no, no. You're good. <laughs> uh, Yeah. So let's look ahead to what we got next Monday night for the football game. We I think have you got a good one uh, the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah. We got Eagles and Seahawks next week on Monday night football. Um, So that, that'll be a fun matchup to talk about as well. Uh, All right. Make sure you guys follow Lante over on uh, Twitter at uh, XXLanteXX. You can find me on Twitter as well at SportsNerd824. More importantly, subscribe to the uh, NFL Gambling Podcast YouTube channel. Uh, If you haven't already left us a rating and review, please do so. All right. We'll be back next week for the Monday Night Football Pod. If you haven't already, um, know that we'll be all throughout here all throughout the week as well as we usually are for the NFL Gambling Podcast. All right, good luck with your bets on Monday Night Football. We'll talk to you guys next week. Till then, let's break these books off and let it ride.